0: Josh vs. Josh, season 5. It's resurrection time. Josh vs. Josh was dead,
1: but now they're back again. Sweet shows and amazing guest stars. Ryan right shot lasers from the Death Star. Matt zipped in and he zipped out, but no one knows what he was talking about. JDS took a rest, he spread his wings and flew far, far away. But now he's back to rule the pod game. Spitting on a little guy's face, eating ice cream, and potting all over the place. Tom Nook is a crook but Corey is working hard for the bells only paypal lemon and friends and family for that gyro cells. jazz says sticky food makes it hard to wipe especially when you're up potting all dang night takes a break to read some 17 steve buscemi on the cover of his magazine recycle some jokes and bring the garlic bread because josh versus josh is back potting again yeah
0: Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to JVJ. I'm your host, Corey Hatfield. With me in the studio is JDS. Yep. And the common man, Joosh. Thank you. We have author Don Chapman, author of many, many books. My favorite being the lit RPG genre of Desert Runner and what do you call it? Pangena Online? Patara. Patara Online?
2: Pitara. Yeah, Patara which,
0: which every is way that you want a, to say it is that a made-up word or um, does that mean well, something
2: i think so but uh, sometimes when you make words up there, there'll always be like a continent out there <laughs> that's got yeah. your name on it <laughs> so who knows i've tried googling it <laughs>
0: <laughs> at this point it means something to me because i've i've listened to the first seven books yeah and i like the way you have a, a different narrator for each uh Female lead. I -hmm. thought that was pretty neat.
1: So are they are they seven different books, but different characters?
2: Yeah, the first three are with the main character that most people sort of fell in love with. I think because she was the first, um, which is Maddie. They're quite short books, so altogether they they add up to about ten hours of audio. The fourth book is over a hundred thousand words, and that's with a different narrator because it's a different main character. And then the last three which are out on audio, are three different characters. So there's four like characters all together in that little world at the moment.
1: So explain to me how you went from, you've got three books that are 100,000 words combined, and then you did one book that was 100,000 words. How did you go from there to there?
2: <laughs> uh, th- originally, the story started with the fourth book. Um, I asked my cover artist to design the cover for me while I was thinking of the plot. Um, which she did, and then I kind of, you know, started working on it from there. I actually worked with Christopher Mayer on the RPG system for the for the world. Um, he did a lot of the sort of like the background design stuff with me, and we kind of made all the, you know, different bits and pieces together. But my cover designer put a like a pre-made book cover up for the um, first in the Desert Runner series of the, you know, the car and the girl on the car. And I just kind of fell in love with it. Um, so sort of like that's where Maddie came from. And I decided that I wanted to write three little short books leading up to the fourth one. Don't ask me why. It's just...
3: <laughs> you, were, you
2: were
1: inspired by the picture for so you your wrote, own book. You wrote all all of those books based on that picture, kind of?
2: Yeah. I actually asked the cover designer to do the other two pictures to go with the like the series. Um, so that it became the, like the three short books, which would be three little kind of character arcs to Maddie and Maddie's story.
0: In your book three, four and five, you you co-author that with someone
2: else? Um, yeah, I, I asked um, Jess Mountyfield to come in. And it's a little bit complicated because I was asked to um, co-write with somebody else. And I was like, well, I can't juggle like my world and this other world that I was going to write in. And so I, I put a little note out to all my friends and just said, look, if somebody wants to come in and um help me with this for a couple of months, you know, we'll we'll work on it together. So that that's kind of like how I brought in Jess for it. She was um she it was, she was really fun to work with. So that was that was interesting.
0: It must be cool having a friend. I don't have any. <laughs> well, <laughs> she said she put it out there. She didn't say they were friends, right? She said she put it out there to her friends. <laughs> oh. So They're not friends. just anybody.
2: No, just like the people that sort of obviously in the community and that
1: I talk to. You know, Corey's an author as well. If you want to co write something with him, you guys could probably throw something together. Yeah. Well. (laughs) He's got he's got lots of ideas. He's an idea man.
0: I yeah. Hey, I could just email you a list of ideas and you whip up a few books and we'll be rolling in it. Split the split the paycheck. Fifty fifty is what they say (laughs) in America. I don't know. I mean it's it's English, so
1: Poundy fifty poundy pounds. <laughs> I'm I'm curious. Uh, do you sell most of your books in the United States?
2: Uh, yeah, most of the sales are all um, in the States to be fair. There's there's a few that come from the UK, but nowhere near as many as um like that side of the world.
1: Do you ever consider getting a narrator that has a, a British accent?
2: <laughs> it was a very the narrator side of it was very difficult because obviously I know audiobooks are much bigger in the States and everybody questions like why I chose um, the narrators as I did anyway. Why didn't you stick with just one narrator for the whole series? Why did you pick different ones? You know, it's it's kind of one of them. Um, but I, I picked an uh, American narrator because I just thought, well, people would relate more to the, to the, even though it's like a general American accent, I just thought they'd relate a lot better to it than actually having a British person even though the world itself, you know, it's not specifically set in any country. Um, it's quite, a, you know, it's it's open. You, you don't really know where achillea comes from. It's just like an office in, in a city somewhere. So there's no real accent to hear. So it could have been done by anybody, but I picked American because I thought that a lot of people would more relate to it. Yeah, but,
0: I did not know you were in the UK until we tried to set <laughs> up a time to record. And you're like, <laughs> it's like 11 o'clock at night here. Can you leave me alone? Yeah.
1: When I when I messaged you I tried to wait until morning.
2: On, on it it I actually get up um on my day job days, I actually get up an hour early just so that I can answer all the emails and stuff before I go to work.
0: You have your patera online and so I've listened to the seven audiobooks, but you already wrote the other ones?
2: Yeah, there's um book eight's out now. Um that's sort of like the final in the um in that character arc. Okay, um,
0: And you said uh, in a message that Andrew is recording it, so that will be, uh, would it be Maddie's perspective then?
2: Yeah, it's, um, I'd, I'll say, I don't want to give it up too many spoilers, but um, I will say it's mostly in Maddie's perspective that is one of the other characters in there because she she was like one of my favourites and I couldn't tell the whole story just being in one perspective with it being like so many people to juggle. So I brought um, Lila in as a, a, a chunk in the middle.
1: This book is somewhere between one thousand and five hundred thousand words. <laughs> it's
2: it's 112,000 words, so it's a little bit bigger than a lot of words. It's bigger than the
0: others. I know listening to that uh last audio set at one point uh one of the sisters showed up with a a demon buddy. Oh. And I was like, where the heck did this demon come from? Am I missing something? So I had to go back and re-listen. I was confused for a... So I've only listened to uh,
1: Desert Runner series. And I was really confused. I do this a lot because I listen to them at work. So sometimes when when you explain something, I miss it. And so she kept calling her car a hog (laughs) yeah i thought she was and she kept referring to it as a he so i thought she was riding a hog around with like a harpoon gun on the back he's
0: a he's a music teacher so he likes to listen to audiobooks at work
2: oh that's fair that's fair yeah (laughs) i actually had a a critic um one of the i think it was um is it like amazon vine or something like an amazon special um critic within like the first few weeks of desert runner being out and it was obviously a, a, you know, a negative critic. And the first thing he said was, this is really bad, basically, because I have no idea what the car looks like or the hog. And I'm like, dude, it's on the front cover. How can you look like? <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: That's perfect, I, because yeah. that's, that's kind of how I figured it out, too. I was that going through my audiobooks. That cut out a thousand words you had to write.
2: It's exactly. It's like, why well, describe something like it's on the front cover? It's like, oh. So, yeah. That's, that's I, so weird. I, I, I
0: didn't um, even put that together. I was picturing like the Batmobile, like the big new tank one. I didn't even think oh, yeah. was the cover. I was thinking of what was on the cover. <laughs> <laughs> People should. I well, I, mean, I looked at the cover before I It's just, it's three little pictures. I did the. Yeah, it's different. with audiobook too. Huh? Yeah, I was yeah. using my imagination. Yeah, You're that's welcome. the thing. I don't.
1: I don't think. Authors need to be overly descriptive. It needs to be open oh. to interpretation. Yeah, but you, <laughs> you have to you have to tell us what you're talking about. You can't.
0: No, <laughs> you leave it up to the imagination. You don't give a place, a description of the character, or no, anything else. No plot. Just keep it. That's breezy. a little pro tip for your next book.
2: Yeah. Be as vague like as a, possible. It's like what what does the main character look like? Well, it, you're in her head, so she's not really going to go and stand in. Most people use it as a like a. A, a trope or whatever you want to call it, where they go and stand in the mirror and oh look, this is how I look, and I'm like, yeah, I'm just not going to do that. Imagine her how you want to. Imagine her. At the end of the day, she's, you know.
1: Dude, that's that's how I feel. Like I I'm writing a book right now. I had to drop that in there. <laughs> uh, just just so you know. <laughs> Two authors want to,
0: in the family.
1: It's crazy. A couple of dozen copies, and I make a point <laughs> not describing what anyone looks like. Just make it up on your own. Do your own work. So, Josh, are, are you not going to put
0: any of the characters on the cover of the book? Uh-huh. I'm going to have. Them <laughs> <back it on. laughs> I don't think you'll get the rights to Michael B. Jordan. No.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Just blank. Like, blank. He doesn't own looking like a person, right? He looks <laughs> like Michael B. Jordan, though. You probably can't just take a picture of Michael B. Jordan and sell it.
0: Probably oh. not,
1: but you could like put a mustache on it, I'm assuming, right? Don't get the mustache fight going. I fought with Danielle
0: about that earlier. What, she just wanted him to have a mustache? No. You I want mean, a mustache? I want him to have a mustache. You want Danielle to have a mustache? <laughs> Danielle's Josh's wife. He's really into girls' yeah. with mustaches. Okay. She <laughs> refuses to grow it.
2: <laughs> I don't blame her. <laughs> <laughs>
1: So I heard I heard I don't know if this is a rumor or if it's something we're supposed to be talking about. You're gonna have Steve Campbell work on a book for you?
2: Ooh, who's saying these things? <laughs> um no basically um I've started kind of working with Steve, but I'm actually his audio like doing audio proofing for him. So
0: where are it's, you getting this information you're good i've had I, i've i've uh, i've got my bird
1: my little birdie <laughs> your twitter <Aww. laughs> i don't have a twitter but maybe i a should a tweeter <laughs> so you're doing you're doing what exactly with steve
2: i audio proof um so i i actually listen to audiobooks and find mistakes
0: oh so that's, that's awesome how do i get into that yeah, how do we take your business
1: away from it? <laughs> Like, I listened to a couple recently that I would have been really good on.
0: You would be horrible at this, Jess. You're like, so there's <laughs> a, an actual what? hog she rides in? <laughs>
2: so there's <laughs> a worm? They're just looking for tiny worms?
0: Well, that one was it's, confusing,
3: um, though.
2: <laughs> I've been doing it for a couple of years. Originally, um, I trained as a script writer. So I did a lot of film stuff and, like, transcribing for script to, you know, the screen and all that so i've always had a really good ear so i just kind of somebody put out one day you know i'm stuck for somebody to listen and make sure i've not made any mistakes and i just sort of answered it and that sort of started a couple of years ago well
1: that's awesome you get to listen to everything first
2: i do unless, unless they send
1: them to you in like reverse order Like they just send like the <laughs> end chapter that'd be terrible that'd be a pain so in I've, me. <laughs>
2: I've, I've had missing chapters before today and i'm like well i can't stall my day because there's a chapter missing, I have to skip a whole chapter and wait for it, so. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, well as a writer, played. do you just write in that chapter for them?
2: <laughs> sure.
0: <laughs> Why argue? <laughs> yeah,
2: just make it off. It's well,
1: really good. <laughs> Steve said he just makes up words for people when he has to. He's like, when someone writes he farted, he writes he started. That's so. uh, true. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yeah.
0: What is your thoughts on the whole harem lit harem genre
2: um it's it's not so i mean obviously i know because i help moderate the groups um i actually know sort of where it's come from and how it's come about Um, it's not something that i've particularly read a great deal in um but i do sort of know a few of the authors and what kind of you know what kind of books they're putting out um but i haven't actually read any so i can't really say like (laughs) how good they are or you know that kind of thing but i know it's kind of the big the big thing for the last few months
1: well clory was looking for recommendations so yeah uh
0: yeah i'm a huge fan as well as you me and you (laughs) both love them but um i I think there should be a subgenre of them because sometimes they're pretty like tame and it's Mm -hmm. just like oh these girls are really into them and then sometimes it's pretty graphic that chris graves he's
1: yeah, I've got Chris a, Graves is a narrator that narrates a, a harem books. Is that uh-huh. Chris Graves yeah. will narrate anything for money?
3: Oh, <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, like it's it is it is quite a good um, thing to get into, I believe. But I particularly don't read them.
1: What about like a reverse harem where it's a girl? Yeah, I
2: have you... read I have read a few of those. Um, my um, sci-fi, the lit RPG that I did with um, Matt. That has a slight reverse
1: harem in it. What if, what if it was like a, a a harem where it was a guy, but he had girls and guys in his
0: harem? That's not groundbreaking, Josh. It's groundbreaking. Like, have you what, read a harem like I that? have not read wait, a harem, wait. No. What about if it's like a guy, but all these like pigeon creatures are really into him, but he's not into <laughs> them? That'd be a pretty unique and different harem.
2: Isn't that kind of Eden Red sort of genre, like the monster girls and the things like that?
0: Like slime girls?
2: Yeah, I think she I think she writes things.
3: Gross. Yeah.
0: yeah, I think this bird thing is a good idea. I mean, it could still be a harem. He could still sleep with them. He's just not into them, you know? He's just like, gross. Are you giving her this idea? <laughs> yeah, so you, you can to...
2: have that. Uh, that would be bad.
0: our first co-authored book.
2: <laughs> I was going to say, that's your, that's um. we can call you. it
0: Pigeon Party.
1: That's a good name that's not bad by it's don got...
0: chapman and Corey hatfield it's got the alliteration going for it it's it's good i like it do you want to hear one of your uh facebook questions you got sent in i don't know i i'm sure you saw the post uh but i
2: did see the post i didn't get you... tagged in it and i only seen it about like 10 hours afterwards i was like oh okay
1: <laughs> well we appreciate you not answering them in the comment thread yeah that's would have been so short <laughs>
2: Yeah, I thought about it, but then I thought, no, best not.
1: (laughs) Well, it seems like there's a lot of inside jokes. Well, you might have to explain some for us.
0: Do you know (laughs) all these people? Uh, Dave Wilmoth, is
3: that right?
2: Yeah, Dave Wilmoth's quite a a well-known author in the genre. So,
0: yeah. He would like to know if uh, is it true the Loch Ness monster is hiding in your koi pond?
2: It's not quite big enough for the Loch Ness monster.
0: You have a koi pond?
2: <laughs> yes, I do.
0: Whoa, I knew you were doing good. Yeah, I didn't seriously. know you were doing that good. 16, 17 bucks? Woo. Get you a koi pond.
2: Yeah, Josh. They're, my, they're my babies. 15 spoil more,
0: them. you get yourself a koi pond. How big are we talking?
1: <laughs> How big are
0: these koi? Um,
2: the biggest ones, I think, I'm trying to think. he's about 70 centimeters now, so he's, he's a decent size.
0: That is either huge or small. I have no <laughs>
2: <That's> idea. <huge. laughs> just under um, a meter. It's just under a
1: meter. There you go. <laughs> a meter is 3.3 3 feet. That's, that's pretty huge. That's, that's a
3: massive boy. Uh,
1: uh, wow. I'm a, it's a fisherman's tail. <laughs> I'm I'm starting to
0: think that uh, your koi pond might be big enough to have house the Loch Ness monster. Uh, yeah. Now, it's Loch Ness. Eight,
2: 18 foot by 22. There you go.
0: Blackness is not a UK thing, right? It's a, a Irish thing. Is that right? Scotland. Scottish. Scottish. Is that anywhere near the UK? I don't know. I'm an American. <laughs> We're dumb.
2: Yes, it's part of the same islands, but
0: is it? Different. When when yes. you're an American, the rest of the world doesn't matter. Are you shitting me? I've never known that before. So you could just walk right over there. Yep. <laughs> don't worry. you just blew I've been his mind. This is like the time I found out Egypt was in Africa.
1: <laughs> Corey really? thinks that all countries are just small islands.
0: <laughs> None of them yeah, are connected. But... My gosh, watch I've off. never felt dumber. <laughs> really? <laughs> yes. So. so
1: Lars McMuller, uh, he he wonders what your favorite games are, PC or pen and paper. I'm assuming he's talking about tabletop games.
2: Yeah. Like tennis. Know. I, tennis. I used to play uh, Warhammer when I was a lot younger. Um, they were sort of like my first real games and my first ever sort of uh, writing kind of thing was fan fiction for Warhammer. So it's um, that's kind of like where I got into to gaming and painting like all the models and things like that. I didn't actually sort of really get into like major PC gaming while I was younger, unless you call Neo um, Neopets being <laughs>
1: I, I count it
2: I count Neopets in major gaming
1: It's the ultimate MMORPG
2: I was obsessed with Neopets <laughs>
1: Did you did you ever write any Neopets fanfic?
2: No, please,
1: no.
0: please tell me there Would, would you like to it.
1: collaborate on some?
0: <laughs> oh What about a guy who has all these Neopets that are really into them but he's not into them
1: <laughs> oh, I would read that It'd be hard yeah. to get the rights Yeah you just call yeah. them Neopets. <laughs> 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 and then just use the Neopets fawn on the cover? Well, isn't
0: that <laughs> what you did for dragons? You, you you gave them a different name so you don't get sued by the dragon company?
1: <laughs> Basically, yeah. I thought they
0: were just flying <laughs> worms.
1: <laughs> <The flowers. laughs> Wait, is that real? There's there's
0: a dragon company that sues you? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, you have to call them <laughs> Tremoles or you get arrested.
2: You get eaten. <laughs>
0: Or Archermoles, is that English for dragon I'm stupid again?
2: (laughs) No, no. I just didn't want to call them dragons, Um, basically. I just didn't really kind of want it to be that associated with stuff. So the name just kind of came about, and I just thought, well, I'll roll with it.
1: Well, hang on now, hang on. You wrote the book, right? Yeah. (laughs) And you didn't want to call them dragons? No. (laughs) But you had one of the main characters call them dragons as soon as he saw them.
2: Yeah, well, that's because he's a he was a human player, see? So it was like hey. the, the main character, Maddie inside the world doesn't know that they're called dragons in our world. So they are they have the name Tramal because that's how she's been brought up with them. They're not known as dragons. So when he says dragons, she's like, huh? What's that?
1: Well, <laughs> yeah, Josh, I got that. She, I, I she totally needs to come on board. It's like when the UK switches over to the Imperial system of measurements. <laughs> it's going to be rough, but you're going to have to do it.
2: Yeah, she,
1: she definitely would. Just wait, no. just wait. Gallons and and quarts? I still am
0: not sure. Poundage? <laughs> <It's like laughs> <laughs> water poundage? It's crazy. But, yeah, but we use liters and all kinds of crazy crap as well. <laughs> we I just, know, I don't. It you doesn't just, make sense. You just go to the drawer and you try to find what it says on the recipe and the thing it says on the spoon. and You just do it. Uh, I totally <laughs> got the whole dragon thing. It's like a, him calling it a dragon was like a cheat for the imagination. Like if you just say this character yeah. looks like Michael B. Jordan, you just yeah. automatically think of Michael B. Jordan. Right, exactly. Yeah. See, if you're like me, and you miss the part where she explains what the chimmel <laughs> yeah. are,
1: it's really nice when you have a character coming and he's like, oh, hey, that's oh, it's a, a dragon. Ball. Hey, that's a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> Easy. That way you don't think it's a tiny little worm. <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> Did you really think it was a worm?
1: No, well, that's a... Uh, have you read uh, Sentence to, to Troll"?
2: I haven't read it, but I've got the audio book in my queue.
3: So.
1: Okay, well, he they they talk about worms, like the mm-hmm. the giant giant uh, dragon type like things, dune type worms. But I thought oh, he okay. was talking about little baby baby worms. Little baby. Worms.
3: I've
1: got a I've got a two part question for you from Carl Sewell. Oh yeah. <laughs> Carl. Swell. Carl Sewell Sewell. All right. Uh, Carl says heard a rumor that she is actually a robot and that she uses her <laughs> bird bobbies as spies. Can she confirm this? And then he says, "Though on a serious note, I'd like to know what inspires her stories."
3: Well, um, <laughs> well
1: we I already answered yeah. that. The cover, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, She has someone design a cover, and then she just <laughs> writes it. That. That's, a,
0: that's a good plan. It's not bad. I mean, it worked. It that's worked. Proof putting right there.
2: It's it's like with the uh, the three sisters books as well. It's um, I'd written the Desert Runner sequence and I think I was three quarters of the way through Achillea and I'd seen Sarah post the the covers for the the Three Sisters as pre-mades and she was like I'm gonna put these on sale soon and I was like I think I'd toyed with the idea for a day because it was like it was quite expensive for the for the for the set and I was like oh no I really like them should I should I buy them should I not and I was like oh damn it do it so but I didn't have a story for them. <laughs> <I just> <laughs> <helped>. <laughs> That's great. It was All like, the oh, you
0: do jump in. <laughs>
2: yeah, basically. But, so, what, yeah,
1: so, so what is the uh, robot Bobby, Bobby
0: birds? Now let me break this down real quick. In the UK, I'm smart, so okay. in the so, UK, okay. policemen are called bobbies, correct? Yes. <laughs> That's it. I didn't know that. Yeah, you're I an don't idiot. Think that that now do you does is the police force full of birds <laughs> no, no. They, now ladies uh,
1: are called birds in the uk right yes i saw that on *Austin powers
0: female police yeah. force so yeah so this is about
1: an all-female police force is that a hero? <laughs> I me mean, right
2: that's a new story idea yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> no um basically i put a saying that i was coming on the podcast on my disc, I've got a Discord group, um, and I think Carl, Carl's in there. He's seeing it there, so he he's always calling me Robo Dawn because I'm always writing, um, and because cons- because I'm quite consistent and quite fast, no one can kind of keep up with me, um, so that's where the the nickname Robo Dawn comes from. But <laughs> as for Bobby being a spy, yes, everyone says Bobby's the spy. It's my parrot.
3: <laughs> you have oh. a parrot
1: too. You have, and a koi yeah.
0: pond. Man, you're living. Yeah. Do they
1: get along? Do you take them on walks
0: together?
2: No, I don't. <laughs> <It's> <laughs> <quite> the
1: <laughs> I guess with universal universal health care, you can afford yeah. everything. <laughs> yeah. Well,
0: now in my mind, you just lived in. You live in some weird, fucked up zoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, wait.
1: Can you can you elaborate? Do you have any more pets?
2: No, just um, we did have a cat, but. Um, she passed away a couple of years ago. She was 19. Side. <laughs> no, she was too old, um, which was kind of a good thing because birds and cats don't really go together.
1: How long have you had the parrot?
2: Yeah, um, we've had. Uh, I think he's seven now, so we've had him for seven years. He was a rescue.
1: I was about to ask you if you were ready for a 60-year commitment.
2: Yeah, he's, he lives. They live for about 45 years, so. Yeah. How do you
1: rescue um, a parrot? It's like it's flying through the sky and you're like, I'm rescuing you. <laughs> you grab it. It
2: it was it technically a, one of my husband's friends um was getting a, another parrot, getting an African grey. And um they were saying that they were needing to rehome the little one that they had. Um and I, I had some koi babies and he was like, Oh, I could really do it. I'd I'd really like a couple of your, your fish. How much are they? So I, I said, Well, I like a hundred hundred pounds. Um and he said, Oh Ever thought about having a bird? And I was like, I don't like birds. I really don't. The flying just really gets me. And, uh, <laughs> I would rather have small. Yeah, but my husband really liked them, and I was like, oh, go on then. So we did a swap. <laughs> so he took two fish, and I, I got the bird. And i it took me six weeks to even like to get him out the cage because I was that scared, and he was that scared. <laughs> but. It's like he's just adorable now. I do love him, um, but I still don't like the flying.
1: Yeah, I, I hate birds personally. Yeah. Um, but let me ask you a question. You said co- li- little baby koi's are like a hundred pounds. Yeah. Pounds, as in pounds sterling.
3: Yeah,
1: yeah. They, so that's like a hundred and thirty dollars for a fish. Yeah. They're good-looking yeah. fish. I yeah, I don't is that normal fish. like I saw a beta fish at Walmart the other day for like three bucks she traded she traded two of those fish for one yeah. parrot. What's the conversion yeah.
2: on that <laughs> <laughs>
3: sure.
2: they were the 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 original parent fish came from Japan, which we got the pre- a couple of years before obviously because the the they were like um just I think the fish were eighteen months old when I sold them um but um they were two very expensive fish.
1: So you um, traded two parrot
0: fish for a real parrot?
2: <laughs> no, the the koi, the koi carp.
0: So, oh, okay. but, koi carp.
2: But they were kind of unique koi carp. So
0: they had parrots drawn on
1: what, their back with Sharpie. <laughs> Wait, what kind of parrot is it? Because it says here on the internet that uh, high hi, hi, I don't know my hi, parrot hi, name. Cost eight thousand dollars. Is it one of those? Ooh.
2: No, he's um he's an Indian ringneck. So he's a he's a. He's about as big as your hand with a really long tail.
1: Does he have a British accent?
2: <laughs> no, he doesn't talk. <laughs> Some do, but he doesn't because he, he kind of came when he was too old. But he, he, he whistles and does, like, phone mimics and, you know, other things like that. So he's, he's quite wow. cool.
1: Are, so are you an author full-time or do you have another job? Well, yeah. she, leaves, she leaves
0: her day job an hour early to check her emails. Yeah. And so she, she probably has a job. She also does that listening to audio yeah before. yeah you, well so, aside so from... that's three that's two jobs we know of
2: yeah and basically I used to be full-time um I, I had a 45 hour a week job I used to drive for a living so I used to listen to audiobooks all day long and I used to love it and um, but the driving and doing when I started getting into audio work and doing my writing as well I was doing like 100 hour weeks um so I decided that I Had to leave, um, and my main character for the Desert Runner series was inspired because I got injured, um, while I was driving and I had a really, really bad hip, so I was on severe pain medication when I was writing those books. <laughs> so <laughs> I you... had a
1: feeling you are Maddie, and I was actually going to ask that because the uh hip pain in the book,
2: yeah, it, it that was felt real that was me so yeah i mean the pain potions i was like literally taking pain pills like every few hours but
0: yeah kt hannah asked was maddie (laughs) inspired by anyone or is Um, it just a reflection of your awesomeness
2: (laughs) not really my awesomeness i think she's inspired because i really like strong female characters in general and even though She's kind of damaged and flawed and injured. I actually like the fact that she just doesn't like to give up. She always wants to, you know, to be the best she can. Um, And I do think that um, just like women in general don't need to sort of stand back and let people walk all over them and that kind of thing. So I just, I I, I sometimes prefer to write female characters, but I do like writing guys as well. So, but Maddie just came about because of that picture and the fact that you know I was injured at the time so
0: yeah she she was in a a weird spot through the book because it seemed like what like every time an actual player came in she couldn't help but like fall in love with them like be attracted (laughs) to them
2: yes programmed to fall in love yeah I liked that
1: dynamic
0: that was interesting Have
1: have you ever considered doing like a groundhog's day book where she keeps waking up the same day over and over again
2: no, I think that would be very difficult.
1: It's not that hard.
2: No. No. <laughs> True.
1: It's actually it's really it's really easy to boost your word count if you do that. <laughs> you yeah, right like, I, I got a I got a couple questions here, the the trifecta from Nick Coons. All right, what are the main Britishisms she uses that stump her readers across the pond? <laughs> I didn't notice anything, and he's already said he didn't know you were British. Yeah,
0: well, uh, bum bag, that threw me. (laughs) I don't remember that. uh, Calling cigarettes fags, that was...
1: Oh, yeah, the boot, where they were putting stuff in the boot of the hog.
2: Yeah. The first
0: two things I said didn't happen in any of the books. (laughs) The boot thing happened, but we use that here sometimes.
2: I don't think I... I think there was only the boot in um, the Desert Runner sequence that kind of put people sort of like not put them off but sort of give them the clue that I was British um but I think one of the reviews for Achillea actually said about what they actually asked why did I use a an American narrator when I was clearly British um and that I should have actually changed my language from Britishisms to Americanisms if I was going to use an American narrator and I was like well why should I do that at the end of the day I am British if I the the narrator that um did Achille was really good Annalise is was really played the character well I thought um and despite the British there's only a few Britishisms I think it was like lift instead of elevator and um I'm trying to think of what else I had in there I think she did she did mention it in the reviews but I was like oh well you didn't like it it's fine
0: (laughs) yeah you should have just said you're right I should have made this fantasy world all <laughs> british just like me douchebag
1: well let me ask you a question when you're talking about that have have you ever like been do you listen to the audiobooks after they come out or are you just like i read this i don't know <laughs> it,
2: it's quite funny because um obviously uh, when you're going through the process of picking narrators and things um you do auditions and um, so you get to listen to different like voices on your book and then when the narrator's going through and recording you I, I mean, most of the narrators do use their own proofers, but it's really good, for, obviously, for all authors to at least listen to the books that are going out, because even so, you still catch mistakes. I still caught mistakes in uh, quite a few of the, you know, of my own books, um, just little things, but it 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 makes a difference. Um, so, but after it's sort of out, I kind of didn't listen to any of them, <laughs> so.
1: I don't blame you. I never listen to the podcast.
0: I don't either, unless I'm editing. I listen to every episode. I love my voice.
1: Have <laughs> you well on that? Have you ever like has has a narrator ever changed things that you really didn't like? Like you wrote lift and they said elevator or anything like that.
2: Not really, sort of like that kind of changes, but sometimes they do uh, because there was a few things. Um, not so much with the lit RPG, but with my first sci-fi with um, Greg Trembley, There was quite a few um, ways that I would say things. that He was like, well, we wouldn't say it like that. And I was like, well, yeah, but I'm British. That's how we if we construct a sentence, that's how that's how it comes out. Because he kind of threw a few things back to me. And I was like, no, it's fine. Read it as it is. You know, I didn't want him changing it. Um, and sometimes even with like the female narrators I've worked with, they've said things in the wrong order, because that's the way they'd say them rather than the way that I'd say them. So there's slight differences, but because I go through and listen to the audiobook and use my own manuscript at the same time, if it's obviously a, mi- a mistake on my part that sounds better, that they've, you know, narrated it properly, then I'll change my manuscript or vice versa. If it's something that they've done wrong, then I'll still tell them the same, so.
1: All right, Nick wants to know, of all the muses that you use, Nick who? Who? Nick Coons,
2: of all the muses,
1: same Nick, same, same Nick, same, Nick. same, same Nick. Nick. He's. I told you he's got three questions. I... He's, hey, when you've only got twelve comments and one of those comments is me, <laughs> we'll take as all the questions we can get. So, <laughs> I posted those questions pretty late last night. Uh, of all the muses uh, you have, who is the most persistent that you can't ignore?
2: <laughs> There's only one, um, and that's from my sci-fi. His name's Taliri. And he's like, just like, he haunts me every night if I'm not writing in that in that world. So my sci-fi is like my baby. That's like, I think it's a one million three hundred thousand words in total. I think there's there's three are uh, three main arcs to the series, um, TV shit. series in the middle, and then sort of like future sci-fi after it. But yeah, he's the sort of like the one that doesn't shut up.
1: Have you talked to the sci-fi channel or something about a script?
2: Origi- originally when I because I'm a scriptwriter first originally in I think it was 2007 I actually broke my hand at work and I spent 2 weeks at home writing my first script which was the um The Secret King of which Teleri was like the first star and so that's one reason why he doesn't shut up but originally it started as a feature film I started posting on a couple of like internet websites And met a few people who said, "Oh yeah, this would be really great as a TV series. You should write that." So I actually brought in who's one of one of my he's my friend now. Um, I've known him for like twelve years, Stephen Cogan, and we actually co-wrote the TV series together from my original script. But that's that's thirteen episodes, sort of like in the middle of my series. Um, And I originally then went back and wrote like what came before. As the novels,
0: and we can assume from your history that this main character had a broken hand. <laughs> no, he didn't. How do you decide on a narrator because you use a number of narrators? This is also familiar. well, I can answer this because you already said it. Uh, you yeah. have so many narrators because people try to change your story, so you fire them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's actually really, um, interesting doing auditions, and I've been with quite a few authors in the genre for lit rpg as well who i've been through auditions because nobody's sort of got the experience of what to see kind of what they're looking for or how books come about so a lot of people come to me in the community and um, because i've been through a lot and because obviously i do audio proofing and stuff as well um so i've listened to an awful lot of narrators and um, both very good and some you know lots so of good ones <laughs> but it's um it's really interesting to see an audition script and then listen to like 10 different interpretations of it so you kind of get an app for like you can really tell within the first I'd say the first 30 seconds whether they're going to fit the story so it's it's kind of like really quick how you can go through them but then obviously you get it down to like three or four people and then it takes you listen to the whole thing listen to all the different voices go stalking them on Facebook and <laughs> the internet and find out, you know, all the bits and pieces. But yeah, that's sort of like how I do it anyway.
1: All right. I'm going to read this other one, Corey. Um, this is one that I'm actually kind of interested in because I never really <laughs> thought about it until recently. Um, yeah. all, all the, the other, other questions, questions were stupid. <laughs> They're stupid. With
0: Josh Stout <laughs> is interested. Or uh, JD. G- <laughs> JD thinks this question's good and all the rest were boring. <laughs> you know?
1: Yeah
3: sure
1: (laughs)
0: but this this
1: uh alistair blake says alistair whatever as a fellow (laughs) author and game lit enthusiast i always wonder how other authors handle plot management are you a pantser or an outliner i had to look up what a pantser is and i'm still not entirely sure (laughs) maybe you can shed some light on that
2: (laughs) Uh, a lot of people call pantsing um or they can class it as like being a discovery writer so it's like I said to you before I originally went to my cover artist and said this is the kind of idea I've got for the cover we'll take it from there um so I tend to pick a character and then build from that um like with the, the desert runner sequence itself the three stories they just came from like the situations that each character got in and it was just like, like all came back and melded in together somehow. Don't ask me how, because it's just.
1: So you don't use an outline at all?
2: Um, I, because I'm a scriptwriter, I tend I've been writing scripts and stuff and studying film for like twenty years. Um, went to film school and everything. Did real? Did I've done okay? I've I've got a few things out there. Um, but I kind of think in three acts. Um, so I kind of have a very visual sort of idea of what I'm going to do before I even put pen to paper Um one of my favourite people that I used to sort of read a lot of stuff on is Blake Snyder who did the the Save the Cat and I actually got to talk to Blake before he passed away um through email on some of my ideas and plots and stuff and um, so I tend to kind of stick to that sort of Plot outlining. Um, I actually use Scrivener for my most of my writing, so I act, I have a, a basic outline, save the cat outline, in Scrivener, which I can go through. I kind of just make major plot points and then go from there. And then the characters just deal derail me anyway. So,
1: yeah, have you ever killed a cat in one of your books?
2: <laughs> no. <laughs> you Not really cat, stuck huh? to that. <laughs> save the cat. Yeah, save the cat. Took so it too hard.
0: Well, you killed a lot of those worm thingy. What are the tremoles? The little worms.
2: <laughs> yeah, I killed a lot of them.
0: They're little tiny worms. You step <laughs> on. <off. laughs> now, if you uh, if you were gonna make Desert Runner into a movie, and you could yeah. pick the actress to play Maddie, oh, that's a good question. Would you oh. pick Reese Reece Witherspoon?
2: <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> Who would you pick? Oh,
2: I don't, I'm not really not really I'm not really good with faces, faces so although yes. i know yeah so although i know actresses and see film and tv and stuff i couldn't i couldn't tell you what right. the names were so
0: well this is better you just tell us what movie they're in and we'll say a bunch of random <laughs> names that you won't know i would pick uh elizabeth hurley is she still young <laughs> i don't think so what oh about, no uh, i know who i, I know who would be yeah um I believe Blunt, that's who I'm thinking. No, you're
1: wrong. Emily yeah, Blunt would be, be perfect. Uh, she's no. awesome. It'd be that girl who was in uh, that movie with Tom Hardy. Oh, you're talking about uh, uh, she, Mad Max? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Charlize Theron? Yeah. Charlize Theron would be good. but
0: Charlize because, Theron? Because you already know what she got, looks like well, in she's,
1: uh-huh. sand. She's she's a chameleon.
0: She's I a chameleon. would pick uh, yeah, Gary Oldman. <laughs> Hugh Laurie because he's so used to limping around. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Hugh Laurie could do it, though. Let's, yeah, he I mean, could. Let's He's be a,
1: serious. He could wear a wig. So John Ward <laughs> wants to know yeah. the truth to the persistent rumor that you and Michael Chatfield are engaged <laughs> in a torrid love affair. We can cut it out, if you
3: don't.
1: If you <laughs> no, want to say yes.
2: Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> of course, do yeah. Because I want to say yes. Yeah. No. Uh, me and Mike have been sort of like working together on and off for the last couple of years. Um, we've become like sprint buddies so we do a lot of uh, our writing not together obviously but at the same time so we kind of just keep each other going um, <laughs> that's obviously how we um, decided that we were going to work on his series together the Merachian Wars because I, I worked on that with him this last 12 months which the audiobooks are just coming out now for for that series it's military sci-fi
0: what's the series called
2: it's called the Merakian Wars.
0: Like Game of Thrones. <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> what? Is that's right. That
1: the, the Merakians from no, Game it made me think of Thrones. Oh, I get it. It's because the Merakians ride the dragons in Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> on you. I'm on it. Cool. I'm with you.
0: I it's was. Funny. I was thinking of. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So I kind
2: Wonder of think a lot of people. A lot of people think that we've. Well, we, we just We kind of spend a bit of time together online. So I think that's. Has he, he
0: ever has seen been. your koi pond?
2: No. <laughs> We have met though. We met last year just before Christmas. So,
0: show him that koi pond. He'll be impressed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Say, hey, once you write seventeen books, you could have one of these of your own, <laughs> little guy.
2: He's got more than me out. He's got about
0: twenty of. <laughs> he probably has two koi ponds.
1: So you better there. start. You better get the old UPS package in the mail. The fi- can you send a fish through UPS? Two koi ponds, yeah, three sure. parrots. Okay.
0: Oh yeah. You can send a fi- definitely. Yeah. You can send fish anywhere. Do you sell your koi is that like another job you have i know no, you sold the it, one for the parrot
2: I when we first brought the the fish back up from devon um in 2012 she was pregnant when we bought her and um she had a million babies in oh, uh, so our, well, yeah, our, our quarantine tank um and i thought oh yeah i'll see what it's like i'll raise a load of koi babies and I spent like six months with the the hardest hardest job I've ever done in my life trying to keep them fish alive but (laughs) it was like literally a million fish down to I think I kept 250 so sorting through them I've seen fish with two heads I've seen them with two tails I would have kept
1: those yeah those seem pretty cool
3: yeah
2: (laughs) it it was like literally just throw the fish in the garden, you know, like they do in the Japan. It's like, oh, I don't want that one. There you go. The cat can have it. And the cats were just running off the garden with the fish. <laughs> <Whoa>.
3: <laughs> I didn't wow. expect that. I don't think they're that, <laughs> big. Don't think I, they're
0: that big at this point.
1: You are harsh. You're a harsh well, fish, fish mistress. No,
0: I understand. I have, I have two kids. I feel like we're in the same boat. Keeping those things <laughs> alive are hard. No. It's yeah. like they just instinctually want to kill themselves.
2: So what
1: yeah, I'm mean, asking you is how much to mail him a fish? <laughs> <laughs> keep in mind i don't have any pounds
2: <laughs> yeah it's a lot of money to mail fish they, they're not cheap i mean obviously they come from japan in the first place so they, they travel i think it's some it's a it's an awful long 24 hours or more on a plane so they're oh. very lucky to get here sometimes fine
1: fish so uh in your experience is it is it uh i guess it's pretty handy knowing other authors when you're trying to write a book huh
2: yeah, I I really enjoy being in um, the groups, Um we kind of all keep each other going. Uh,
1: so if I if I wanted to write a book, it's a good thing that I know two authors. Two, right? yeah, <laughs> yeah,
2: yes.
0: Uh, I'm I'm a accomplished author in my own right. I wrote the haunted living room. It's Very a Kindle exclusive. If you want to check that out, okay. He'll send He'll
3: you
1: a link. Me. It's probably like. 87 pound, (laughs) 87, what's, what's, like, what do you guys call cents over there? Pounds. Pennies. 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 Well, here, here in the, here where we use real money, it's 99 cents. (laughs) So it's probably like 87 pennies.
0: Pound pennies. Stop
1: saying pounds. Pounds She said pounds. How much is it? It's 99 cents.
0: (laughs) It's only 99 cents. That's a bargain. I know. Yeah,
2: it'd be like ATP or something
0: like that, yeah. There 80p. is a disclaimer, it is a children's book. <laughs> so don't get in there looking for pigeon harems or anything like that. <laughs> oh, Although he is off. working on a pigeon harem. Uh, children's book. Yeah. Children's
1: book starring the harsh fish mistress.
0: <laughs> yeah, right now I'm in the process of uh, co-authoring a book with uh, you about, <laughs> about a pigeon harem. <laughs>
2: I, I know a now. lot of people that
0: will probably read it as well. Oh yeah, there'll be tons of readers. Oh, well, you know there will be. I know an accomplished uh, a narrator who will read it for us. No, <laughs> stop. <laughs> no, you. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> you can't. You, you can't do a solid and read a book that me and Don Chapman wrote.
1: How long is it
0: going to be done? Well, I hear she
1: writes a million million word books. It's can't. I can't narrate a million words. I narrated his last book in three minutes. do
0: we'll That's just yeah. we'll just keep this book down to like eighty pounds or something. <laughs> Sounds good. I wouldn't
1: say that too loud. You don't know how much a pound is worth. Oh, I meant length. What do they not use that oh, for length? <laughs> no, they use kilograms. Oh. Uh,
0: I have another qu- question? or stone. I guess no, right. I don't. Josh, what's your question? Oh, sorry, Joosh, what's
1: your question? Uh, John Ward <laughs> wants to know. Do you have any thoughts about writing female characters in game lit and lit RPG genres?
2: Well, um, it, it comes up quite often because everybody kind of thinks there's not a lot of women writers in the genre. And there's actually quite a few. Um, Some really um have done quite well. So I, I actually think that we're not going anywhere. And people should, you know, get used to the fact that there are girls still hanging around. You know, girls, girls do game and girls do write game lit at the end of the day. Uh, people are gonna write what they love to do. Um Carrie Summers, you know, she, her books do really, really well. And how so does um Jay Boyce, the one that did Cypher. She does really good. So So I how think,
1: do you uh, feel how do you feel about a man writing a female character? Do you think a man is capable of capturing the female teen slime girl angst? <laughs>
2: they they can they can do same as like and, still and some, write. Can. Guys, some can and some can't i mean i have i have read a couple of guys books in the genre and they particularly there's certain things that just don't you know you just wouldn't do as a girl or you not you wouldn't think as a girl um so they do kind of come across like that it's only the same as like when you read a book that i've written it's got a guy as a main character you like Oh, no, I really wouldn't think like that or do that. It's it's around about so you. You still have to put in the same amount of research that you would um, for writing for any any other sex that you know. If you're not if you're not that sex, you're not going to know exactly how the other person thinks.
1: I'm, <laughs> I'm writing on book.
2: the podcast page.
1: So, so I'm writing a book called Slime Girl, right? Year one. Oh, okay. Year one. It's the first okay. of many. I'm, I'm creating a slime verse. Right.
0: <laughs> it's. It's and, not just addictive; it's sticky. Uh, <laughs> you can have that. <laughs> that's not bad. I've read that's a lot bad. of it. It's pretty good, Don.
1: Oh, okay, cool. Corey says it's it's better than all of your books, but I'm not trying <laughs> to start a feud between us unless you think that'd be helpful. It'd be good for
0: PR.
3: Yeah, I know uh, that's
0: a good one. maybe I could come on your podcast, and you could be mean to me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know if this helps the feud or anything. But this is a direct quote from Josh Hatfield. Girls okay. are stupid. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah, some are. Uh-oh. I admit. That's some of
0: it's this morning. And I also think that was my quote. <laughs> but someone said it. So we actually do have some questions. Uh-huh. Sent in by Barney Lincoln. So Don, let me let me explain what we do here. We uh have people send in questions, not just uh random people on Facebook that okay. want to ask you questions. These are just life questions that everybody needs to know the answer to. And we have okay. the answers. And uh, oh. JDS and Juice debate over the right answer for these questions. And now you're here, so you get to okay. debate as well. Oh, cool.
3: that sounds are you interesting. ready? Yeah, go on.
0: It's not. The questions are never good. The <laughs> no. questions are great. Uh, first question... What was a show you enjoyed watching as a child that's no longer on the air? Oh,
1: Mr. Dress Up. No
0: longer on the air. Mr. Mr. Dress, Dress Up. That's, that's a pretty good that's one. That's
1: pretty good. Um, Becker. Becker, <laughs> you, yeah.
3: What is your obsession I, I liked
1: Becker as a kid. I, I, I don't know about you, Dom, but I grew up. I did not have cable. I had 13 channels. His dad yeah. built their house that they lived in. Yeah, we had a nice house. We, we had a nice house, but we did not have cable or satellite because they were too busy <laughs>
0: riding around on motorcycles that their dad built for them. I lived we're out in the I
1: lived, <laughs> lived out
0: in the country, and uh, I watched Becker. Yeah, he just loved running around the field, prowling <laughs> <laughs> around the field, eating hay and stuff.
1: Oh, because he's the horse.
0: Uh, yeah, they get. This is
1: the part of the podcast where they
0: get really mean to me. <laughs> oh. Uh, my answer is kind of uh, racy because uh, it's still mm-hmm. on the air, but it's way different. Price is right. That's not oh, racy. Yeah. Well, oh, there's it's a controver- big Bob he, Barker Drew Carey debate. He meant controversial. That's the word uh-huh. I meant. I
1: thought I was going to say racist. Drew
0: Carey was naked. When
1: he said that, I thought for sure he was going Bill Cosby. The Cosby show. Oh,
0: that's a pretty good one. (laughs) Don, do any of these shows sound familiar? I don't know what your TV is.
2: The Price is Right, obviously. I I remember that. Um, But, like, some of the others, not really.
0: You Um, ever watch The Inbetweeners?
2: Yeah, I do remember The Inbetweeners. I mean, I was into sci-fi. My parents were into sci-fi and stuff as well, so, like, the stuff that would come on my, my TV would be like Night Rider, um oh, what's the, the the helicopter one support something? Um, oh uh,
1: hey, hang on, hang on, hang on. We t- talked about Knight Rider a couple couple of episodes ago, and we all argued oh. and none of us had ever seen an episode. So tell us all about Knight Rider. <laughs> in grave detail. <laughs> well that's the one where he rides a car named Kit. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Did exactly. he have Kit in the first episode? I honestly couldn't tell you. It's been so Damn long it. since I oh, I don't. It, it would. It would have been in the first episode, obviously, because it wouldn't have been called that otherwise, would it? Uh,
1: right. But did he? Did when the first episode started, was he riding around in Kit, or did he get? Did he get Kit in the first episode?
0: I think he probably found it. Also, was
1: is Kit self-aware? Was it like his birthday?
0: I'm sure his brother broke out the window and gave him Kit, and just drove <laughs> off in it.
2: I can't remember. I'm gonna to have to watch the film. So I'll be YouTube hunting so, now.
0: <laughs> British sci-fi, I think the first thing everybody thinks of is Doctor Who. Were you a fan of that?
2: I did not like Doctor Who. Uh, I'm not a fan of is Doctor. Is it because Who it's so
0: boring? Yeah. yeah.
2: Do you like it now? Yeah. No, um never no. Just never got into it. I just really I was I'm more like I was Star Trek and Star Wars and And um, whose line so, is it anyway? Well, yeah, just anything other than never Doctor Who. I didn't so, mind Portwood,
1: but not so Doctor what Who. what do you think of... Uh, let me ask you this. It'd be good to get a woman's perspective on uh, Riker. What do you think of Riker from The Next Generation?
3: Hot. <laughs> I, I oh, knew it! Wait,
1: which one's Riker? Baldy? No. Fatty. Tell her the Riker story. <laughs> I always remember there was episode that, I don't, There was evening. this episode where uh, they picked up these people from a planet... And there was a woman there. I don't know why they picked him up. I don't remember anything else about the episode. What is this, Star Wars? Yeah. And uh, (laughs) Riker was staring at the lady, and she she yells at him, and she says, haven't you ever seen a woman before? And Riker says, I thought I had. (laughs) And I was like, man. He's
2: smooth. Did you know he becomes a captain at one point? Yeah. Yeah, I I used to be a real trekkie. Everyone always used to say, um, who would you prefer, Shatner or... Picard. Uh, that, was an, day, that was right? a, You're like Picard. Right. No, <laughs> Picard all day. Definitely Picard. Yeah, but, right, yeah. For fatty.
0: He's not <laughs> He's fatty. Not fat. And if he is fat, well, it's more love it. <laughs> so you you
1: were a big fan of Star Trek. Did you like the TV show Gargoyles?
2: Oh, <laughs> it does ring a bell, but I don't rem- I, I can't recall it that well. It was a cartoon
1: where uh, Riker was the main bad guy, and then there were like four other people from the Next Generation voicing people.
2: Really? I don't know. I don't remember that one then.
0: Well, you have to check it out.
1: And so, Keith David voiced Goliath. <laughs> Are you yeah. a big Ricky Gervais fan?
2: I'm not a comedy person though.
0: No. Oh because yeah, who comedy. likes comedy? I hate <laughs> laughing. <laughs>
2: One of my first assignments uh, for script writing was to work with a team of people on a comedy, and I was like, "Really?" <laughs> I actually wrote two comedies, actually, because I had there's a it was a, a children's series that got produced called Best Friends, and that was um, a teen comedy, and that was like the worst thing I've ever done in my life. No, it wasn't. I actually enjoyed the writing because I wrote with one of my friends and um, i actually thought i was actually quite funny but <laughs> the show itself was it, it it's well there you go all right <laughs> well, we're <actually laughs> really,
1: we're really funny over here check this out uh jds come up with a joke right now uh why do you know who bobby flay is of course you do <laughs> no <Do you,
3: laughs>
1: coria literally said this joke oh go good <laughs>
3: should
1: i so, yeah, yeah do, I, it, do it. Wait, who's the British? Who's the British chef? Um, at Gordon, Ramsey. Gordon Ramsay. Do you, Gordon, so, Ramsey. Or, Gordon Ramsay. Um, he doesn't want to go to the doctor um, because uh, he's afraid of culinary cancer.
3: <laughs> okay. <laughs> that
1: was funny. All right, Don. Do you have a, a an IMDb credit? Yes, I do. <laughs> oh my gosh, she, she's a superstar. What, what's your credit? I I found you, filmography, like yeah. Homefront, the first <laughs> Secret City. Is this right?
2: No, I don't think so. <laughs> so
0: so you had to write comedy, and you're like, are you kidding me, guys? I got boyfish to go throw to, to, throw to cats. I don't have time for this comedy. Yeah. Yet. Tailgate, best friends.
2: Tail- yeah, tailgate and best friends. There
1: you go. Uh, the other one does not appear to be no. English.
2: No. So that one, I have no idea where that one came from, but that's. I'm gonna me.
0: have to check out this best friend. It Art seems right up my alley. That's weird. <laughs> it's
2: funny, the theme <laughs> tune's really funny.
1: So you are not the actor in I'm Your <laughs> Girl. It's
0: the Distortion Boss. No. That's not you. <laughs> that's not no. you.
1: 1982.
2: I could
0: have no. swore You were a distortion You
1: should probably get in touch with uh, IMTB about that.
2: Yeah, I know. Everyone says it. They all look at it. Who's that? <laughs> no, it's not me. I have tried, but I think you, you needed a, a professional profile or something to do it. But uh,
1: I've well, you're played. missing a big opportunity not taking credit for that acting. Yeah, actually, he is right. I mean, just own it. Yeah, like, <laughs>
2: say you me.
0: you are the Durskisher.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I was only five. There you go. Five That's fine. Years. Hey,
0: there
1: are child children actors. Children build sneakers. I mean,
0: children uh-huh. can work. Yeah. So JDS said, "What show? Becker." Becker. Juice, you said nothing. Mister Dress Up. Mister Dress Up, and me and Don both said Price is Right. <laughs> Next question: Would you be good on the hit TV show Supermarket Sweep? Oh my gosh,
1: that is. <laughs> I a would good love question. to have a go
2: at that. Yeah, that would be
1: yeah. good. Well, hang on, Don. We, we'd all love to have a go at it, but would you be
0: good at it? <laughs> Yeah, you have to no. be very critical of yourself here, Don. I want you to really think about it. Now, I would yeah. say I would have been great at it, but now I use this thing called Kroger Click List, where I just put in my grocery list and then drive to the back of Kroger, and they just put my groceries right in my trunk. Oh, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't even know what the inside of Kroger looks like.
2: <laughs> I, I really uh, hate shopping, so it would not be very good for me.
0: Well, I worked in a grocery store for six years. Which grocery store? Kroger. What? The very same Kroger. What a crazy I, happenstance.
1: <laughs> I love shopping. I take forever to shop. Also, I have no
0: stamina, so <laughs> not about to run. I see you in Walmart occasionally, and you have, like, two items in your cart, and you're just listening to stuff and piddle parting. <laughs> I like, I like farting. shopping. Yeah, he's farting and piddling. He's just walking around in circles and shit. Me, personally, balls? I think... I'm getting older. My stamina's not what it
1: used to be, but I think I could do the running. But I don't know where jack shit is in the grocery store. Yeah, I like,
0: would not know anything.
1: Danielle will send me to get lettuce. It'll take me an hour. And he'll come back with a cabbage.
0: <laughs> well, <laughs> just, just like in real life, you'll hit the store and just tell Danielle to run and grab everything. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. <laughs> so yeah, so you'd be great at yeah. it. Yeah, like the trivia, I think I would kill it. There's trivia? Have you ever watched Sweet? Supermarket Sweep? I don't remember trivia. I just remember they're running and getting they groceries. They do games and stuff. And then they're the like, ideas. "These hams are on sale!" Woo!
1: <laughs> That's my favorite part when they start screaming about hams. <laughs> I love the hams. <laughs> so, well, I think we should add add a, add a, add a, add a addendum. Uh, who of know. the four of us would win? Uh, okay, not, not me. me. Well, I can't. I know run. my way around a supermarket. Yeah, but you would jump. But I'm really slow, <laughs> so I'd just be running past you up and the down Yeah, the you aisle. didn't know where anything. You're just pushing the cart as slow. Well, I guess I
0: through. guess I would win because I would just pull to the back of the store and they just <laughs> yep. throw everything in my trunk. That's smart. <laughs> Good on me. Yeah. Next question: Who is the best character on the TV show Friends? Oh, did you have friends over there. Yeah, yeah best friends. Maybe we should explain to her what Friends was. It seems like Friends is her favorite show. <laughs> she seems to like it. it. Must, Although, it is a comedy. It must be the sci-fi yeah. aspect of it.
2: It's just one of them things that everyone... It's like, you can put it on the telly and just not be that interested. It's just there. Yeah. But everyone knows Friends.
1: <laughs> I do love the episode where they get sucked inside that RPG.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, with
2: the dragons. Yeah,
0: yeah the trolls. The <laughs> So, uh, Juice, this is, you're probably the one in here who likes friends the least. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> so true. So, who's your favorite character? Gunther. 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 JDS, yeah. do you have a character?
1: Uh, <sighs> well, I was going to say Joey. Joey. But I don't think that's a very adult answer, so I'm going to go with the monkey. I don't Can I change my answer? <laughs> Marcel. To yeah. Giovanni Rabisi? Sure. Because he was great. Uh, my favorite he wanted to be a refrigerator repair man. Yeah. But he had to quit quit school to have babies with Eric Foreman's
0: mom. That's true. That all happened. And he liked to light things on fire. I'm gonna go back with Gunther. I think he's better character. Thank them both for your favorite. Uh he didn't have a
1: line until the last episode of season two. And he the only reason he got a line was
0: because he was the only extra who could work a coffee machine. You know, a lot of people don't know this, but Gunther was actually attracted to Rachel. Oh, a lot of people don't know Dawn, this. that was a joke. You can laugh. I
2: was going to say. But yeah, I would have said more like, I need to
1: boss. She's like, those <laughs> idiots don't know shit about Friends. I'm about to drop uh, some knowledge on them.
0: I've watched a lot of Friends. That's my my lady friend slash roommate's favorite uh, TV yeah. show. And she can't stand it when there's episodes of, of Jack Geller because I just sit there and giggle at everything he says. That's Ross and Rachel's dad. These are characters on a mm, TV yeah. show. Friends.
3: Oh, Tom
1: Selleck! I'm changing my answer oh, to Tom Selleck. He
0: has such a nice mustache. Oh, he's like. He's we like, never let Don answer. Let's let Don. I Like, me, like Michael B. Jordan a mustache.
2: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I would have said Tom Selleck as well. He's my favorite actor. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> is it the mustache?
2: Yeah, he's um. If but this the character out of the Secret King Kendro. If I don't know if you've ever seen the book cover, but he was actually I asked my um,
3: cover designer to model him
1: from Tom Selleck. <laughs> That's great. Dawn, do you know what that means since we both gave the same answer?
2: What? The Wicked Wingo
1: round! <laughs> we, we go into the Wicky Wingo round. <laughs> okay.
0: I don't... That's not a thing. That's a friend's reference for everybody okay. out there. <laughs> um, you, I... guys, you think Tom Selleck is attractive? Really? I see why you like Tom Selleck. He has that real koi fish kind of face. He does kind of look like Riker in a way. <laughs>
2: I also like I like him in the um, there's a police program he does as well. He's in the, a police procedural thing. Is it blues Mag- Mag- P- I don't know, I can't remember. Well, yeah. you don't know he's, that he- he's a handsome guy. He I
0: was know. in Mr. He Baseball. He was <laughs> Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Baseball. He makes me feel bad about my own self image. <laughs> That's should. how you know he's good. Yeah. He's got a full <laughs> chest of hair. So do yeah. I though. I don't. Dawn, great answer. Are you ready for the next <laughs> question? Okay. Best type of pet.
1: Oh. He's going to be torn on this one. I I know what she's going to say. Should we guess what we think she's going to say? <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm going to go with cat. I'm going to go with Tremel. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to throw a shot in the dark here. Potbelly
0: pig. Dog, <laughs> oh, what would you no.
2: say? I would say a horse would be the best pet. Um,
0: really? I was not even... Yeah. Josh, I mean, that you two would get along well, so well. Yeah. It's just a horse. <laughs> yeah. It's
3: just a horse.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, Not I, a practical one,
1: though. <laughs> I, I could totally understand it. I want to feed a horse an apple anytime I see uh-huh. it.
0: See, I'm yeah. kind of scared of horses because they have those dead eyes. They do bite. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Well, of course but they do. They have to eat. They're also transportation. Yeah. yeah. And just like the old settlers, if you get hungry while you're riding them, you could just cut a chunk off of them and eat it, <laughs> you could milk them. Yeah, that's, sure. that's
1: true. you well, utility animals. <laughs> they, they are. are. They're, They're good at everything. Good.
0: They had a well, cup holder, you'd be set. I believe
1: they were called the SUVs of the West. Wait,
0: can you milk a horse? Yes, you can milk um... anything with nipples.
1: <laughs> no! For <laughs> <laughs> permission.
0: <laughs> <sighs> oh, with juice, do you have a favorite pet? I mean, I don't know. I I guess... You don't know. I have a plethora of corgis. I don't know what I like.
1: I literally Corgi. have 0. .5 corgis right now. That's true.
0: Really? What? <laughs> think he scared her. He's trying really? to be like the queen <laughs> of whatever. Wait, you hate queen corgis? Of English? Mm,
3: they're
1: alright.
0: I'm Do not really a dog's person. <laughs> now, now, I will agree... That they do look like normal dogs that were accursed by a witch. <laughs> yeah.
1: You Definitely. are supposed to love corgis. Isn't that part of, like, your national anthem? Yeah,
2: probably, but no. Did They're they not, my, not, my, not the, my type
1: of dog. Don, Josh is so... Or Jush is so mad, he's <laughs> pointing at the blank laptop right now. <laughs> yes. The Queen of England always hates corgis. You... You are beholden to your queen maybe that's why she <laughs> hates sorry, them I'm sorry she's not a tremold, but <laughs> she might be a drunken you never know <laughs> your home country has to love corgis
0: <laughs> that's probably why she doesn't like them she's sick of this dictatorship Yeah, she oh. wants Trump
2: <laughs> oh <boy>. <laughs> <laughs> no, no comment
0: JDS what's your go to animal <laughs> well, I can't say dog because then the cats will
1: get mad, and I can't say cat because then the dogs get mad. True, cat dog. Bam. Cat, oh,
3: oh.
1: cat dog was good. Cat, cat dog would be cat, awesome. Yeah, yeah. Took care of himself. They don't poop. No, he did not. They poop. don't. But yeah. he had nipples. <laughs> they throw up. at both <laughs> ends. <laughs> um, um, hang on though. I don't know if like. <laughs> I think a beta fish should probably be the best pet.
0: Well, right now, you know, take care of it with no information and no research. I would like to say a sugar glider is the best pet because that's what I'm interested uh, in. But I haven't really killed. It.
1: it could be horrible. They scream, and it sounds yeah. like a human woman screaming. Uh, and they also stink. I
0: like that, Then I'm definitely getting a feel. <laughs> See, i always. <laughs> like... That's the weirdest. <laughs> I'll put them down in my basement. Okay. <laughs>
1: I've also always wanted a fennec fox. Oh, yes. yeah, they're cute. They're, they, burrow. they burrow. We
0: didn't get that one because we were afraid it would kill our house.
1: And because it was so much money. Yes, we want them to be really? free,
0: just like my sugar glider.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'm about to drop a bill. on Corgis. A corgi. I'm, I'm getting a new corgi next week, Dawn. How do you feel
0: about that?
2: Oh, they are cute. They are cute. Guess yeah, how many
0: pounds he has to pay per pound of the score game. One koi fish worth. Whoa. Well, really? no, that's about, what, 90% of a koi fish? Yeah. yeah. Koi fish minus the tail. <laughs> this math is really... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know how you Brits do it with your all your math equaling up to koi fish.
1: <laughs> it's uh, a weird system, but it works, you yeah. know? Well, yeah. to be fair, I mean, feet into miles and all that, so yeah. we figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you say it like that? You don't know how many feet are in a mile, do
0: you? Twelve? <laughs> <laughs> is that right? Close. <laughs> <I> Thirty-two? <don't know. laughs> I've been out of school for a while, guys.
2: Yeah, I don't like math, neither.
0: Screw that. You don't need it. Last oh. question. Dawn, are you ready?
2: Okay. Well.
0: Who is your hero? Hmm. Hmm. Oh.
1: It could be fictional. Oh. No, okay, no. <laughs> no, it can't. <laughs> who is your real-life hero that exists?
3: Yeah, yeah. I honestly don't
0: know. Uh, it's tough to not have a hero. Oh, how about Warwick Davis? He overcame adversity. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I suppose. Really? I'm yeah. Do you know who Warwick Davis is?
2: No. <laughs>
1: Of course she does. She's the biggest Willow fan out there.
2: <laughs> Willow as in the fantasy film. Yeah, yeah
0: the best. The only, Willow,
2: the only Willow I know is that one. With That's the, baby. the one.
0: Yeah. That stars
2: Warwick, Warwick
1: Davis. Davis. Warwick Davis was also the leprechaun. He was also the one of the little bear guys in Star Wars, right? No.
0: He was in Harry Potter as the banker troll. Are you sure he Warwick Davis was not He also played something else in Harry Potter. witch maybe. Is that a Harry Potter
1: (laughs) thing? And he also played uh,
0: himself himself in Life's Too Short.
1: I thought it was called Warwick Davis is Naked and Afraid. I don't know where. (laughs) I don't know why I came up with that. Season two. You know, Warwick Warwick Davis is not a bad pick. If you're going to choose. But it doesn't have to be an actor. I mean, it could be Trump.
0: I'm pointing at you, (laughs) Don.
2: <laughs> I just like a what? It's going over my head. This now.
0: <laughs> so you don't have a hero?
1: Not particularly, I don't think. Not even Enrique
0: Iglesias. He was one of the little bears. warwick That's... Davis has been in everything. he been gone. In everything. Sweet pick. Yeah, good, good choice. <laughs> uh, there you go. I'm going with George Washington Carver. Hey, he invented he peanut, butter. He did not invent peanut, peanut butter. He took credit for inventing peanut butter. And I love peanut butter. Yeah, if only was not- he was around long enough to see the invention of peanut butter and honey mixed together. Oh, you crunchy. Know
1: what my favorite episode of Good Eats is?
0: Yes. Oh, my new hero, Alton Brown.
1: My The episode that he does with George Washington Carver. It's amazing. Yeah, he's clever. Dick Van Dyke. Mm, not bad. Good name. Interesting. Better guy. Juice. <gasps> Jerry Van Dyke. Wow, much better actor than his brother. Didn't get the credit. Didn't mind.
0: (laughs) Just like us. Just (laughs) I wrote the book. (laughs) You did most of the effort. (laughs) Oh boy. Well, that was all my questions. Dawn, do you have anything you'd like to add?
2: Yeah, most people can find me on the internet under my nickname Penundra. You can find me on Facebook with that tag on Twitter. Um if you go to Discord I'm on conundra as well. So I'm not that hard to find on the internet. I'm pretty much everywhere.
1: She's a force. She's a force. <laughs> you just like I'm the force to be reckoned with. Okay, There's so if we go there. to Facebook and we look for Don Chapman, you'll probably be there.
2: <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs>
0: and Definitely. where can people uh pick up your work?
2: Um they can pick up my most of my books on Amazon. Um some are in Kindle Unlimited, some aren't. Um and most of my books are audio as well. So and um, my co-written books as well.
1: So let me ask you this about Kindle Unlimited. That's basically where they pay a monthly fee and then they can read all they want, right? Yeah. Do you get a piece of the pie or are they just like screw you?
2: Yeah, basically they pay it's it's like a certain amount per page. Um so for each page that you read in a book you get paid like half a fee or something. So you do have to have really big books to kind of make really decent dents in Kindle Unlimited. Um, so
1: that's where that idea you had about reliving the same day over and over again <laughs> comes in. Yes.
2: That, yeah, that would be really um, kind so of... So would it be
1: advantageous for you if the three of us got a Kindle Unlimited subscription and then we just, we got all your books and then we just didn't actually read it, we just flipped through all the way to the end?
2: Uh, it, basically, you're going to trigger what the, it's kind of like what happened last year is like, The genre itself, lit RPG, is really, really kind of like the readers mostly are in Kindle Unlimited. So they tend to trigger what Amazon thinks are bots, um, which basically just flip through books really, really quick. um, Because there are scams out there which do do that. I've seen photographs of bot farms with hundreds of phones and Kindles just, you know, doing exactly what you've just said, basically flipping through books. Um, So
1: that kind of thing, no, definitely doesn't help anyone. We we can do it slow. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Page you an could, hour.
0: We can literally Page have an to hour. Really actually read it. And that would be... <laughs> yeah. Oh, gosh. You'll be rich. <laughs> well, <laughs> uh, thanks for coming on, Dawn, and for any fans uh, well, yeah. ready to hear me and Dawn's uh, <laughs> book about a pigeon harem where they relived the same day. Deja. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just, uh, <laughs> keep, keep your ears out oh my gosh that was, <laughs> how long have you been sitting on that one since we started talking about the Kindle Unlimited oh
2: my gosh yeah, Don were
0: delightful that was great Yeah, thanks yeah. for coming on
2: Don you're welcome nice to chat